0: And it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead uh, may not be appropriate for members of all species... Races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux Gaming on, which is. Hello, friends and neighbors. Welcome to episode number 235 of the Best Linux Games Podcast, uh, which should have been recorded for you uh live from Linux Fest Northwest in Bellingham, Washington, but it's not. I'm actually home. Anyway, this uh episode 235. Uh it's being recorded on this glorious Sunday, the 28th of April, 2019, at 1719 PM. That would make it for oh what what's that Ivor? Crack engineer Ivor Molina over there in the booth holding up the whiskey sign as usual. Good idea, Ivor you're fired. He didn't pack my underwear correctly for Linux Fast Northwest. How am I supposed to get laid without my Joe Namus Slingshot briefs? Oh god, it was Oh, I boring. you owe me You owe me big time. But anyway, we'll pay for it with your firing. He's so, we'll holding up the WYSI sign, yes, so tip 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 tip. He's reminding me for our sequel friends, that would make the date today, uh, what, 2019-04-28? 1720 p.m. Pacific Coast time! West Coast, left coast, the coast to the most west side, baby! So let's get straight to our top stories, because we have a ton of show, and I'm exhausted, and I'm painfully fucking sober. Okay, first of all, I guess, as I intimated, you know, uh, already, uh, we are not recording this episode on our iPad or on a System Seventy Six Galago Ultra Pro from seven years ago. We are on our computer at home in Vegas. Um we I got back um about uh three hours ago. Walked in the door about two hours ago. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Um and that's parched. and this was wow. Anyway, I won't I, I won't bore you with my travel details. But I was supposed to leave Bellingham at Five at 3 o'clock today 5 o'clock this morning I get two messages from uh, Allegiant that uh, that flight had been delayed, first from 3 o'clock to 5 o'clock then from 5 o'clock to 9 o'clock PM so it's like, okay well it, it if five o'clock would be a good thing because then I I could be I, I would have been able to go see uh, three of the talks I wanted to see today. Um, but nine o'clock, that is like seven hours without a hotel room, dragging around my luggage in Bellingham after the last fucking hurrah of w finished, and it was a hell of a show this year it was amazing, it's like, I've I've said it before, I'll say it again, it is the most it's the, it's it's the it's my favorite thing that happens in my year, every year, and it's the only time uh, in my year where I get to talk to other people from my fucking planet, although it does seem like now they do even though they understand what I'm saying, they still think I'm insane so maybe they have a point on the insane thing, but anyway, like, I mean it's just ridiculous it's it's so great, and it's in Bellingham, Pacific Northwest nicest people ever I got all sorts of um, crazy travel shit in got to, got to meet tons of new people this year uh, got to see a bunch of old friends and anyway, we'll get to that in a moment um First, and this is most important because, you know, we the, these are the waning hours of the 28th of April. Before we get to any of the video game shit, and we're going to revisit the Bellingham stuff in a moment, but just just chill. This is more important than any of that. Uh, for those of you who've been listening to the show for uh, long enough, or who've been following me on social media, you know that I invented a holiday called Ian, Ian Murder whoa, whoa, you see this is what happens when I try to do the show when I'm this sober, it's painful Eon Murdoch Day it was on this day in 1973 that Eon Murdoch was born, God rest his soul, for those of you who do not know who Eon Murdoch, wa- Ian Murdoch was I, uh, he was the Ian part of debbie the Deb part was his girlfriend, Debbie um and it's been 3 years since uh police say that it was suicide but it i don't know you know whatever it's it's um, the circumstances of his death are, are murky and whatever the the details of them or the truth behind them may be it does not in any way diminish the fact that uh tragic loss um to the world i mean to yeah for real it's not just the false world not just the open source community um but to the world i mean a great 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 uh intellect and so and someone who is but anyway it's the point is that uh as i was talking to a friend of the show Boldy bol lockers uh last week before i left um for bellingham um i i i just i posted it to the discord cuz i realized oh maybe people haven't seen this cuz I hadn't seen it in, like, five years or so. You pull up um, the... If, if you want to know the image that I'm talking about, uh, jump on the Discord, and it's still in the... Or, or, never mind. Or maybe we'll just make it the image for this entire episode. There's a great flowchart that shows, like, the um, descent of man in terms of Linux distros. Um, and it is an amazing... It's It's a work of art. Normally, a flowchart is not... A work of art like a it's it's a flowchart is either a work of art or it is actually a flowchart this is both it's one of the most amazing things and uh yeah debian debian uh you know it didn't start at all by itself but uh almost all of the user level Conveniences that we completely take for granted, and you know, the entire Ubuntu, you know, blah, it's all based on Debian. And uh we owe um Ian Murdoch for that. And so every year, uh, on the twenty eighth of April, cheers, Sante to absent friends to Ian Murdoch, a absolute hero of the people, a legitimate hero of the people. And, you know, I would say he's probably in the He's, I, he's not probably. He's definitely in the top five most important people uh, in the history of Linux. I mean, you got Stallman, Torvalds, Ian Murdoch. <coughs> I mean, he's ri- he's right there. He's right there in terms of mo- and in terms of modern Linux. In terms of like actually usable Linux for end users, which by the way has been a vehicle for the Foss. You know, um, I don't know if there has been. Anyone quite as important as him? Like you know, we're talking about like last, you know, fifteen years. Um, So yeah, regardless, whatever you think about uh, Debian, um, you know, lately I haven't run pure Debian in (coughs) like six months now, actually, uh, because of the. Uh. Uh problems with uh, some drivers some of my actual hardware, it's not the free non-free Debian part that that's fucking it up, it's just, it, it just hates this system uh, pretty much, but uh, I've run it, you know, we've all run it and if you're listening to this on any anything that's not, you know, Arch uh, Fedora or um Slackware, I guess. Yeah. Um, Raise a glass. You know, cheers. Memory of Ian Murdoch. So there we go. Happy Ian Ian Murdoch Day. I don't know why that's so hard for me to say right now. I'm literally not drunk at all. I'm painfully sober. In fact, I'm crushingly sober. So anyway, uh, all right. uh, Also, in terms of time sensitive importance, you have, as of this, as of right now, wall clock, I'm sorry, why am I shaking my watch at the microphone? That probably sounded really irritating. Um, as of the wall clock right now, uh, 1728, you have until 10 a.m. Pacific, Co- pa- Pacific Standard, you know, PST tomorrow, West Coast, Left Coast time, 10 a.m. Left Coast time to avail yourself of some of the deals on the Capcom weekend that we missed because, you know, we were Fucking at Linux Fest Northwest, um, and just really fast. I mean, I would normally put this in the deal section at the end of the show, but I'm really tired, and we got to get this show banged out. Blah. So ca- the Capcom weekend on Steam. Uh, Here's some of the picks that I, I I grabbed. I mean, I literally got in the door like, oh god, like uh, yeah, two and a half hours ago. Yeah, yeah right around there. Um, and I saw oh, Capcom weekend. Oh, cool. So, I took a look and, uh, all right, so one of the big ones that I'm not a super huge fan of, and that just, and it's just because, like, it kind of launched right after Proton uh, came out in beta. Um, and I wasn't real wild about the game itself, but it did have a game breaking bug at the very beginning. So, you had to play an hour of it, and then the game breaking bug would click in, and it was just from doing one specific action. And it was before you could save so you had to go through that whole fucking hour again to when you started a new game and then I, you know, by that point I'd be drunk and stoned, I think I tried it like four times, fifth time I got or yeah, no, three times, fourth time I got to run, I got past the game breaking bug, and then I got to play the game but anyway, lots of people really love it they, they you know, babies cry for it you know, blah 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 Monster Hunter World it is 34% off at $39.59, $59.99. Uh, I, w- word on the street is they fixed... I haven't returned it, by the way. Like I mean, I still have Monster Hunter World. I still intend to play it. Um, Word on the street is that it's much better now than it was, you know, block. I mean, bo- it was a, just a tragedy of... Not a tragedy. It was just a synchronistic... Piece of shit, bad luck for them that or for us that Monster Underworld came out the same fucking week that like Proton came out and was not fully optimized for it yet or whatever. Um I, I haven't played it, you know, recently, but I do know that it runs and blah. Um another one that is a blast from the past that uh ProtonDB, I have not played any of the of these guys yet, because I bought them, you know, just like an hour ago um, is Lost Planet, the first one um, the second one is Borked, rated by ProtonDB and we'll talk more about ProtonDB in a second but Lost Planet Extreme Condition which is the the port, the Steam port, the PC port of the original game from forever ago which was one of the most astonishing games that I've ever played um but it was also it's it's my memory of it is marred apart from like it's extreme difficulty is marred by I played it on Xbox 360 and it was the one of those games that was during that golden era of Xbox 360 where they had the um the headset was completely integrated so there were there was a whole generation of games that came out that had some of the best multiplayer and social gaming functionality that we, that, you know, any, not only just any console, but like, you know, a, a, that we've ever seen on anything, like, you know, console or computer or whatever um, and unfortunately that marred a lot of my experience with it because and I have no idea why but there were more little racist troll British kids, we're talking like kids whose balls are still like in their tonsils you know, they have not dropped yet just shouting, like, you know, all sorts of racial epitaphs constantly, and that was the first game where I ever really had to deal with that, because it's coming into your fucking ear holes constantly, um, and so that kind of made the game unfun, it's kind of like the equivalent of playing Tannenberg, but instead of it just being chat, you know, Nazi racist bullshit, and instead of, you you know, which kind of also, uh, you know, gives, like, gives the sinister import of, or at least the sinister possibility that the person issuing said, you know, fucking hateful racist bullshit might actually be an adult, which makes it even more upsetting and anger-fying, it's like, oh, I'm gonna kick your ass, you would not say this to me, or anyone, you know, it's not, not like it's addressed at me particularly, um but like you know when you hurt my brother you hurt all of us you hurt all men you hurt all humanity all men and women and you know blah 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 um that's what I and I remember it not being prevalent even uh on uh Gears of War or Gears of War 2 um but for some reason on Lost Planet it was insane like it was just constant uh little fucking racist 10 to 13 year old British kids and then like they're older like thinkfluencers of fucking you know myopic fucking bigoted scuzzy fucking yeah just scum just real hardcore scum like rock stupid scum so it's like the Trump administration that's probably where they got like the entire Trump administration entire cabinet came from Xbox 360 uh chat logs that the NSA has swept up from uh, Lost Planet from you know it's an old, it's a very old game but anyway Lost Planet Extreme Condition has a gold rating on average out of 10 reports on ProtonDB with the most recent ones being 1 day ago 2 months ago 2 months ago 2 months ago uh, all of them being pla- uh platinum uh uh poster uh, 3.1 6, 3. uh 1, 6, uh, dash 8, hyphen 8, you know, blah. I'm in Jero. It's for Proton, but I'm in Jero. on Linux Mint 19. One. SteamOS 2.0, Ubuntu 19.04. That one is a 4.2, uh, .3 version of Proton. <coughs> All four of the recent ones are Platinum. And this was a game, if you missed it, you probably want to play. Also, in the Capcom sale weekend, and I'm trying to go through this shit as fast as I can, we have a little bit of a feature, it's just, I'm gonna talk briefly about two games that I was playing before I left for Bellingham that I was going to talk about, cause I, uh, for this week's show in Bellingham, but that's not how things worked out, cause I had to fucking leave earlier than I thought uh, Strider, which is the sequel, it's not a remake, it's not a frame-by-frame remake, or a remastering or just like an HD version of the original, it is a sequel and it's just called Strider, which is like among the stupidest things that I think I've ever heard. Like, you might as well just like call like you know, it's like, oh okay, fine, we'll pass a law that you can't make any, you can't start a new business that makes hamburgers without calling it hamburger business. Or as Joe Kimon Kendall this weekend uh, told me there's a basketball league in uh, like Yakima, Washington, I, I want to say, called the Basketball League. Great, that's really good, that really excites me, you know, like, why do you think they have, like, the National League, the American League, the National Football you know, no, we're called the Basketball League, that's it, you know, the Basketball League, yeah, so, if you make a hamburger, you have to call your place, the hamburger place, why would you fucking, in software, like, why would you not put Strider like, with a 2 bigger even than Strider anyway, Strider right now by the way, all these deals end tomorrow, at t- I already mentioned that yeah. tomorrow at 10am Pacific Coast time but Strider is 70% off at $4.99 Lost Planet, 80% off at $2.99 Monster Hunter World, only 34% off but that's still, it's down from $59.99 to $39.59 and then, uh, yeah cool, so, that that gets us That gets us through, uh, the deals more or less. Uh, so if you need to, you're, you will be forgiven if you, you know, drop me right now and go grab whatever you want out of those. Um, I haven't tested anything other than Strider. Strider is missing some textures. Um, but it does run. And I am fucking, you know, it gets me hard just thinking, I gifted it to a couple people who actually play, uh, Windows games. I know, don't boo, don't hiss, but, um, I I messaged them, you know, like, I am so fucking jealous because even with the missing textures and, like, some weirdness, because it's a 3D side-scrolling platformer very much in the exact tradition of the original, but it is a complete sequel. Um, and it's it's crazy cool. Even with the missing textures, it's pretty amazeballs. I can't imagine how rad it's going to be with the missing textures and stuff. I haven't had any time. Like I said, I've been only been home for... I mean, here in the studio with Ivor, trapped here with Ivor. We've had a long, long winter, haven't we, Ivor? Oh, that's right. You can't talk. You've been ball-gagged. Oh, for three weeks. I'm sorry. Here, have some more pee. Also, you're fired. Again. And this time I mean it. So, (laughs) drink your pee, Ivor. Okay, we're getting into whole weird areas here. This is very... We're getting mental here. But, um... So yeah, I'm like I I hope that I hope that in as time goes by. But anyway, you, you can't beat it. Strider 70% off of $4.99. Fuck it. I will try anything for $4.99. Like that is significantly less than a pack of cigarettes. Like, and you know, Strider may rot my rot my brain, but it will not kill me. So anyway, uh now back to Linux Fest Northwest. So, yeah, and I'm sorry that we missed the Capcom sale weekend. I wish that you know you had more time than like seventeen hours to capitalize on it, and that you know I wish also that we had more time to uh vet all of the stuff that you know with the things and the deal, but you know, blah, deals are time sensitive, so there you go. Those are my picks from the capcom i I looked at Street Fighter Five and I think I actually returned Street Fighter 5 maybe. But it didn't say that I had a license for it and it didn't say I didn't actually look to see if it is still in my library. So anyway, Street Fighter 5 if you like that, that's also there. I don't I didn't bother to look up its Proton DB rating. Now, actually before we get back to Linux Fest Northwest, before we get back to Bellingham, I'm going to try to keep the show at about an hour this week. That's right, I wore. I wore just whimpered. Did you hear that? He, I mean, seriously, he curled in the fetal position slowly. He's holding it the sides of his head. And he, he whimpered though. I don't know if you heard it, but it's true. He did. He did. Because uh, he knows that every time that we try to do, every time we try, every time we say show's only going to be an hour this week or whatever, that's, that's when you get day X mankind divided and it's three and a half hours later and it's like oh boy, what a fun time editing this is going to be for like Three people who will ever make it to the end of it. Anyway, I uh, know we're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna be in and out under an hour, under an hour, right, Ivor, or you're fired. Okay, so before we get back to Linux Fest Northwest, we're still in our top stories here. Um, bef- right before we left, and I I can't remember if we mentioned it in last week's episode or not, but. It doesn't matter because right before, you know, because it came out on the twenty. I can't remember. It came out like last week. It came out right before we went to Bellingham, and I pre-ordered it, and it took literally six hours to download, which was unusual. Um, because it, but it's a huge game, Mortal Kombat Eleven, absolutely fucking does not work on Linux. That's something you should know. You absolutely need to know that. I mean, in terms of like on pro, you know, via Proton. So, I went to SteamDB and I was the, I'm actually the first person who has a report filed for it. I'm the first report, and it says Bork doesn't even fucking open, you know, blah. And so then I checked the logs, because I wanted to actually have a story that I could intelligently report on from, uh, Bellingham, if I had to, because, you know, I wasn't bringing a gaming system with me. So there's, and there wasn't going to be any time to fucking game, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm looking at this log. The log was 5,000 lines. And I, because I wanted to get a feeling for what might be breaking the game. And so I went to, I went to SteamDB, and I looked at, looked through their contact pages, and here's the point of this. I found that they have a Discord channel, and it is Oh my God, it was so awesome, especially like as a warm up for Linux Fest Northwest. It is staffed. Well, when I looked, it was like a freaking Tuesday or a Monday or whatever at like two, like one o'clock PM Pacific Coast time. It had 750 people lurking in it in terms of general users. It had four admins and it had, you know, the, the one master admin guy. Who I, I wrote to, I was like, "Hey, how do I throw you guys money?" You know, block because like I, you know, blah. I really support. Anyway, so the point point of this is that if you have intel or you have questions about a game that isn't working in Proton and you've checked uh, Proton DB and blah, but you feel like you have. Cause I don't know. I didn't even know what I was looking at. It's five thousand lines. I didn't, and I didn't have a ton of time. So I'm like, what I really need to know is what do I need to search for in this to put that in my Proton DB, you know, thing. And so I figured I would ask them. And guess what? They are fucking rad. They're super nice. Really, all everyone is super helpful. Um, we got no further at figuring out really definitively, what the fuck um, cause I was supposed to post it to the GitHub uh, the Proton GitHub uh, issue tracker, but I didn't pff, I got distracted with other shit, and I didn't end up doing that and I don't even know where the fucking, the fuck the log is, and I returned MK11 already um, but anyway if you it's just important for you to know that that is a resource that is available to you and it's actually really good it's really good. So like if you have questions, you know, and it can even be like administrative questions, um, they'll like they'll move you from their main channel to other, you know, aspects of their Discord uh that you know that are more appropriate. So it's all like in a big long term But they will not forget you. And they and it's it, it was as good as the old days of IRC, if not better. In fact, it was way better because these people were nicer. Um. So yeah, there's that, and I had no idea that he didn't that it even existed. And while you're there, also subscribe to our Discord channel, of course, you know, and stuff, because we want to we want to hear from you, we want to see you. So um, okay, now back to Linux Fest Northwest. Uh, coolest talk that I got to go to was um, okay, so this is like only at Linux Fest Northwest would this you know be able to happen to you, and this I'm just presenting this to you as a tiny little nugget, um. It was uh, a talk on observability. It was called Fighting a Needle in a Haystack uh, with this chick named Shreya, I think. Uh, That's right, I know. I'm gonna have more whiskey in a second. Hang on, you fucker. You're not the boss of me. Can't make me. Can't make me. Alright, Shreya. Shreya. Now, when I pick my talks that I'm going to go to at LFNW, I pick them almost exclusively off the topic. I almost never know the person who's giving the talk. I almost never even recognize their name. Because um, generally, if they're a huge name, I don't actually end up going to those talks somehow. Not because I want to be cool and like you know avoid that talk or whatever. Like I wanted to go to see uh, William Salt-Hale's talk today and uh, I wanted to be there to support Alan Jude and his ZFS talk. But now these days, I'm pretty sure that all of these are going to be on video, and I'm—I know that they were live streaming the entire fucking festival this year, so I imagine that everything got recorded. Um, I hope so because I did miss a talk about uh, writing a writing a, a monophonic synthesizer in Bash, exclusively in Bash, which is exactly right up my fucking alley. But anyway, so I went to this talk it was about observability. It's called Fighting a Needle in a Haystack." And it was ranked at like medium or whatever, and I'm like, ah, fine. This will be a good, you know, like warm up for that day. Even though it was like at two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> anyway, so um, I show up, and uh, chick shows up, and it, and this is this has happened to me many times at Linux Fest Northwest. This chick is not just any chick; she's like the manage, I wrote it down, I have it here somewhere, because she, you know, she's giving her talk, and she she describes like, what the talk's gonna be about, you know, like an overview, and then she's like, so who the fuck am I, and what the fuck are we doing here? And, you know, just very quickly, very modestly, you know, blah, it's not like, you know, she's trying to, you know, be a big swinging dick or anything like that, um, even though, oh my god, the dick that revealed itself as she unzipped was just, like, enormous, and terrified all the children, me first, I was absolutely the most terrified. Like, oh my god, we're gonna die! Chick is like the lead managing engineer for Expedia, which means that underneath her, she has teams of engineers who are like engineers at, on a level that like you and I, mere mortals, understand them as. And underneath each one, like let's say there's like five of those guys, and underneath each one of them is, like, a team of five people who are, like, developers, probably with another engineer who's, like, you know, right there in line with them. She basically runs the, you know, it's like, this is for Expedia. So, let me give you an idea, and I won't even, bu- I won't go into the talk, the talk was fantastic, by the way, Um, and, and she even said that, like, I, I had a excellent question in the Q&A period, which is, like, thank you, and she gave a really good answer, and it was an excellent question by the way, I wanted to know about if the machine learning was in line, or if it was done by batch because they're rolling it out anyway, and I I, I, yeah, yeah Um, if you want to know more about that talk um, just hit me up on the Twitter, uh, on the DM on the Twitter at VegasWriter V-G-A-S-W-R-I-T-E-R but I'm pretty sure that like Eventually later that night at the bar, I ran into a guy who was also at the same talk. And it was funny because we were both talking about like, you know, what, what the best talking about you know for for this this year. And we we both described the same talk in different ways. <laughs> and they're like, oh wait, no no, 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 we're talking about the same fucking thing. It's hilarious. And that guy was really cool, Kevin. Um, really interesting guy. Uh and then we we spent the rest of the fucking night at the bar like, three hours going back and forth as I quizzed him about, like, what the fuck is the difference in terms of, like, uh, uh, object-oriented, major object-oriented features and structure and, uh, data typing, um, in Rust versus, like, Go and versus, like, Python. Um, because I don't know Rust at all. I don't know Rust from a hole in the wall. I mean, like, I know Rust from my zipper. So but I, you know, I fucked around with Go last year, actually, for, like, you know, three weeks or whatever, but I know Python, I know, I know Oop, you know, and I just wanted to know, like, because he's like, yeah, I know, we mainly do everything in Rust, and I'm like, okay, well, let's talk about Rust, then. You can tell me lots of things about Rust. And I don't, I knew nothing, but anyway, so, here's the thing. This chick, who is giving this talk about observability, and it was so cool, she was, like, basically describing, like, the entire, she. And these really good flow charts that were awesome, that were. um... It's, but she's basically like inverted kill chaining. The way you can see what the fuck is breaking, like it's just like almost like you know like Nagios, almost like a a, a, a visualization of like the last four minutes. What? How do you kill chain that when something is breaking and you're running? you know, like, one user is running through 250 microservices. Or service. I just call them services. I don't know why they're called microservices. Like, it's not like those are different than a service. It's like, why do not you just call it a service? But anyway, so, they use a thing called Haystack, and and it was really cool. And at the very end of all this shit, they have a, a machine learning component. Anyway, but that, that's not the point. The thing is, I was like, you can't, when I, when I started talking to Kevin, I was like, you know, and this is like hours after our Parking lot barbecue is a smashing success. We had over three hundred people show up. Yes, the Linux Fest Northwest uh, Jupiter Broadcasting barbecue yesterday was fantastic. But anyway, I'm sorry that just popped up on my Twitter feed. You have these moments where it's just you know some normal looking chick you know comes in or, or guy or you know whatever, and you know you don't know them from a hole in the wall, and they start doing their talk, and you start to get like this sp- you start to hear the spooky music cuz you're like oh, okay this is like serious fucking enterprise shit this is really interesting and this is really totally stuff that like I, you know i'm working with but I'm never on this scale and then she says something like what she said 10 minutes in She's like so why do we need these type of metrics this fast and of course to me that's an obvious answer it's like i you know like cuz i've run you know, when you have 3,000 teenagers who are screaming at you for every, you know, five minutes of downtime, literally, I'm not not kidding, I've been there, and I I mean 99.9%, you know uptime is not enough um, but this is for Expedia she's like, we had an incident uh, last quarter that cost us multiple millions of dollars It wasn't an outage. It wasn't, you know, blah. It was just a hiccup with one of our microservices. You know, so if you you want... I don't want to go into the details of this, but if you want to think about it uh, in, in in a way to help you visualize it, just imagine that, like, every aspect of a program is abstracted and spread across, like, both a distributed network of shit. Then, like, there's a command and control kind of component that's, like, you know, local. That's, like, our offices. And then there's also like, a server farm, and, a, you know, that, like, has the CPU cycles that runs, you know, blah, 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 and then there's also, like, you know, a data center, and those, those two are kind of combined, um, that's how Expedia runs, so imagine, like, every aspect of a program, last program that you wrote, you know, imagine every function of a program that you wrote for just, like, a single user, you know, running on, like, you know, just, like, in, in, in a terminal or whatever, um, just imagine every function or every class or every method of every class being put into a separate bucket, and so the buckets can all be, you know, it's just highly modular, and so you can, like, interlink everything, and or maybe you can form loops, even, where, like, okay, fine, it goes back to this bucket, and then there's, like, one central thing that, like, actually, you know, totals and tallies, all the, you know, blah. So, like, for Expedia, that would be, like, you know, well, where do you want to go? How much do you want to pay? Where the fucking, blah, 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 blah. And then it has to do all the back-end stuff, like, actually has to run your searches, and if you understand what I'm saying? And so, like, if one of those just had a hiccup, one, they run 200, over 250, um, microservices for Expedia. That's the process. When you book a hotel room, or two, your, your little, your, your, HTTP post or send or whatever gets run through 250 fucking microservices on on Expedia. So they had a hiccup uh, recently, last quarter or whatever. Cost them millions of dollars and that was because it took them two minutes to find and fix it. So you cannot buy an hour of this lady's time like literally, like that is how. That's the the level that she's, you know, working on. You know, in, in in absolute titan of the industry, corporation. I mean, we're talking like beyond enterprise. Like it's like you know, and you know, there she is for free at Linux Fest Northwest. That's one of my favorite fucking things. I mean, when I met the the guy behind my sequel, I mean, I almost shit my pants. I had no idea that he was going to be the guy. Anyway, that's a different story. I've probably told it on on this show before. So. That was great that was that was my that was my favorite talk um uh, yeah, shouts out to you know Kevin Chris uh, uh Brad David, the system 76 Alex System 76 uh, Thomas oh and JoJo Kimon Kendall, friend of the show um It was so great. it was so wonderful to see him. He drove up from Seattle uh, the day before and we got to spend like a whole fucking day. I thought we were gonna go like out or whatever We just sat there and drank and talked. I love that guy. I've known him for quite a while. I know what a son of a bitch you are. Anyway. Um, and there's so many others like uh, Angela Ursula, Elle. I got to meet Elle. That was great. Um, and Shreya. Shreya was super nice to talk to her afterwards. Uh, and Kevin, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. One of the people who I met that I, oh man, we're dangerously close to running out of time, aren't we? Yes, I know, Ivor. Fine. We might go like fucking 10 extra minutes. Okay. Fine, motherfuckers. So I got in on Thursday morning at 12. 20, 1230 in the morning the guy behind the hotel front desk guy that night I made 10 friends that night within an hour and a half of getting off my plane and that was really early because the whole thing doesn't start until uh, Friday really um, it was like 1230 Thursday morning It is this long haired ponytail looking motherfucker you know doing the front desk and I'm not going to sleep anytime soon and because I'm so I was rock hard stone cold sober it was painful and it's like you know it's, all right, fine. Well, we gotta get really drunk really fast and then we gotta get really high and then we gotta go to sleep then we gotta wake up and so like from like one o'clock in the morning to four o'clock in the morning I just tortured this motherfucker and he was hilarious and very very cool guys and brad it's the other Brad, not the Lin- Elf and W Brad. This guy was, anyway. So he turns out he's an actor and he's like, Yeah, we're, I'm like, Oh, well, what you, you, know, what have you been in or whatever? He's like, Well, I'm in this play right now, you know, oh, here. And he gave me this flyer that, you know, cause they have like community event flyers like every week because it's Bellingham and they have like a community and stuff, which is crazy to me because I live in Vegas where all we have is fuck you, pay me, and then get the fuck away from me after they pay you. That's kind of the business model of Las Vegas, Um, but we make it feel so good. Trust me. Bring us all your money, all of it, in wheelbarrows, preferably. I was like, I'm in this. I'm in the show. It's called uh, Unstable by Design. And he's like, Yeah, we're doing um, our opening tomorrow night, Friday night. I'm like, Oh, I might. I might fucking go. I didn't really think I was gonna go, and I'm sure that he didn't think I was gonna go. I fucking went, and it was an amazing show. It's one of those shows that, like, almost breaks your heart because you know that the odds I mean, it's a local playwright and there's a great cast. Um, but you know, they're only gonna do two, you know, they only do Friday and Saturday, and that's it, that's the end of the run. Um, which is like such a you know, blah. But it, it really it really sucked because it was so good that it hurt to know that you're not gonna be able to see it again anytime soon, if ever. Um, and so you're just left with all the all this stuff rattling in your head. And it turned out to be a show very much uh connected to uh technology, uh mental illness at large, yeah. Um, but it was brilliantly staged. It was it was funny. It was amazing. This chick is basically um burning out. She's like in her like I guess late twenties maybe. Um, and she works for uh internet advertising company. This is the you know the premise of the play, and she's losing her mind because she doesn't sleep anymore. This is like you know it's like almost kind of like my entire life. She doesn't sleep anymore. She you know she doesn't have any like drug issues or anything, but she's just fucking crazy, and that's what the company likes about her, but she starts having these hallucinations of famous historical characters who don't necessarily even represent parts of her personality, they kind of represent like, some of them do, but others of them are like aspirational for her, and only she can hear and see them and they start to take over her life, and she gets fired from her job um because they cuz she cuz she goes she, she sees her therapist after a family intervention and she goes back on her medication and her job fires her they fake cake fire her quote unquote like oh we're going to have a party for you this is great and they wrote you're fired on the fucking cake which is hilarious it's totally passive aggressive fucking Yeah, like, what do you call it, um, you know, techno fucking cowardice, you know, exactly what you would see in a startup, um, but they like her because of her craziness, but her craziness is destroying her life, like, her interpersonal life, and her relationships and stuff like that, it was a very, very funny, well-produced, great show, so if you ever, it was written by this guy named Zhao, Uh, he has a, he has another name before it, and it's a hyphen, it's hyphen Zhao, like, I think Glenn was his first name. I lost the program. I'm, oh, wait, here it is. I found it. I found the program. This is great. Okay, so this was written by, I saw it at the Sylvia Center for the Arts. I got to walk all up and down downtown because I had time after I picked up my badge on Friday. There's nothing going on. Um, this was ran by Glenn Harrigan Han Zhao. Z H A O. Glenn, gl- Glenn Zhao. Just remember that name you ever get the opportunity, if you ever see that name on a marquee or whatever, or the name uh, 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 Bradley Dillon, get a ticket, go see it. Guys, evidently, I don't know if it's a guy or a girl, I imagine it's a guy. He Evidently very prolific um, and he's like really young, and it it was as contemporary as it was timeless. It was a really, 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 really good show. So the type of show that like you know one out of ten times that you go to someone's show, is it ever even approximately this good um so yeah, that's unstable by design, and it was amazing to see that on Friday as like a warm up after you know we I got done with Joe like at like two o'clock that afternoon, went and picked up my badge. Wandered around, went to the Coconut Grove, like I always do, um, met some cool people there, had them drive me to the world's longest protest, uh, I took rides from strangers, which was insane, um, got that, and then I was like, oh, wait, you know what, I bet I'm probably close to that theater or whatever, and I had, like, you know, two hours, I stopped in for a beer, and was mean to have dinner, but I didn't, I just had beer, and then I stopped in another bar, and had whiskey, and I was like, ah, fuck yeah, found the theater, overlooking the bay. Glorious, glorious, glorious. Took lots of pictures, too. And, uh... The show didn't suck. The show was actually really awesome. It was really, really good. I hope that... You're gonna hear more about this Zhao guy. This... this H-E-R-G-E-N-H-A-H-N- hyphen Z-H-A-O Glenn Zhao? So that was awesome. And then yesterday we did the, after the, after all the talks and stuff, um, Jupiter Broadcasting, did their barbecue, yeah, Lady Jupes. I, I'm sorry, the, my, the, we had a editing catastrophe there, because I wore Molina as a shitty editor, and an even worse engineer. Mm. But yeah, it was great, it was a little bit bigger than it was last year, um, in terms of, like, the, the barbecue and stuff, but there was a really cool drone that someone had, a quadricopter um, that they I mean it was a tiny quadricopter that they could fly like 30 feet into the air in Immelman at 30 feet in the air and then bring down like fake stall and then pull out of it at like 3 to 5 feet to the ground I did not get to find out who was flying that drone Uh, I I tortured a bunch of System76 people got to see William Salt uh, hail again um, and we both admired this bicycle that had uh, uh, like it looked like it was Hand welded together, um, a left turn signal and a right turn signal and a like a blinker, but they were actually made out of crystals. Fucking nuts, the type of shit that you only see at Linux Fest Northwest or just in Bellingham in general, or the Pacific Northwest in general. So yeah, um I'm I know I'm missing something that I'm supposed to talk about here, but Fuck it, Ivor. Base them with the features, and we'll just combine it all into one thing. Hit him with it. What do you think? Oh. My. God. It's the Lydians. The Lydians. never gonna let you down. I can read your mind. This week's feature. I can't read you. I can't read you. I can read your mind. Take it, spooky. The Lydians. So we were supposed to do a new and noteworthy uh, this week, because there is a new and noteworthy game that I discovered, you know, an hour and a half ago. It's called Yuppie Psycho. And Yuppie Psycho builds its... Oh, fuck you, Ivor, you can't even fucking pull up the nose for the rundown! You suck, Ivor! You're the worst... I know! I know you suck! I know you're sorry! You're sorry every week, you've been sorry every week for almost five fucking years... Our situation has not improved. Uh, okay, hang on. Let's see. Uh, Store SteamPower.com. Oh, Jesus Christ. Like, as if we need this to burn up more time. Alright, it's called Yuppie Yuppie Psycho. It's $14.99. It was released uh April 25th, 2019. So, last week. Three days ago, actually. Uh, it Billed itself as Join Brian Pasternak on his first day at one of the world's largest companies, SintraCorp. Uncertain, unprepared, and massively unqualified. Will Pasternak have what it takes to shine in Centricorp's hierarchy? It all depends on how he performs on his first assignment, and whether he survives it. Um, so, are other reviews have been very positive. 100 reviews. Uh, I bought it because it actually has the little Steam logo, so theoretically it might be native for all of you fucking purists out there. I, I had a great time talking to tons of people about uh, proton and like why purists like these fucking insane people are crazy. Like how like it is the worst model. Like well, why would you reject proton? It's like the stupidest thing ever. Like proton's a problem for you. Interesting. <laughs> hey, ultimately, what well, Kevin actually Kevin and I decided at the bar was the conclusion we reached was it's not so much that you don't like proton, it's not so much that you don't like steam. It's just that you really don't like games. It has nothing to do with FOSS. It's just you don't like games. And not even like, I'm just a casual gamer. Oh, that's a big fucking part of the problem. Anyway, so this is like a a kind of a top-down pixel trash um, adventure game. says uh, the tags it has are indie, adventure, gore, violent, horror, and 2D. Uh, I can't wait to play this later on. So there you go, that's our new and noteworthy for this week. Now, the feature that we were going to we were going to run with was uh I was going to uh do thirty thirty uh death War redux a Space Odyssey, but we're not going to do that because we're almost out of time now. The other game that I wanted to talk about was a game that I was playing right before I caught the plane uh called Zombotron, which is like a metal slug with, a uh, limited ammo, uh, version of, like, that's like, you know, you have, like, a 360 degree mouse-style aim, very kind of similar to, uh, 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 guns, gore, and cannoli, too, um, but you have very limited ammo, and you're dropped on a planet, like, uh, kind of similar to Flashback, but it's infested with zombies, and it is phys- it's a two-dimensional side-scrolling platformer uh, with heavy um... the interesting interesting thing about Zombotron is that it, it kind of tricks you into not thinking about how well, first of all how you're dying, because these zombies are just m- motherfuckers, I mean, everything is like, it's not scary, it's like a cartoony zombie game But, uh, you will constantly be running out of ammo, and these things can kill you in, like, two hits. And you have, like, uh, stats and stuff, so there's an RPG element to it, uh, that that was very interesting to me. But anyway, we'll just say that all of those things are coming up next week, because I am exhausted. I need to get drunk, and then I need to get some weed. I'm gonna order some fucking food, because I haven't had any food since fucking... Thursday night, when Joe, Jokey Kendall, and I ordered pizza from Domino's and we're chain smoking in front of the in front of the hotel, and like Joe's like, I think it's and we were stoned out of our minds too at that point. Uh, it was like the last call for Domino's too, and it's the only food you could get in town at that point. And he's like, I think that's the Domino's guy. and We look, we saw the Domino's guy. And we're like, hurry, let's run back to the room. So instead of just meeting the guy like right out in front like, you know, normal human beings would do, we were stoned enough that this seemed like a great idea, so we raced the pizza guy back to the room, and then we hid in the room (laughs) knock, knock, knock ah, pizza, but that was Thursday night I have not had food since then Uh, except for whiskey whiskey, and I had a beer, I had one I had a Stella Artois, actually which tasted like shit Stella Stella always tastes like shit, it's the Budweiser of fucking France, but uh, Stella in France tastes way different than Stella tastes in America. <laughs> and in America, it, it, was, uh, it was like a cross between Schlitz and Shock Top. But anyway, cheers, thanks for listening. Um, I'm sorry that we didn't have time for more game stuff, but we just covered a huge rundown. I mean, it took me an hour to fucking put it together, so... Anyway, once again, if you can next year, if if you know you you, you uh if your travel plans bring you out here. Unfortunately I did not get to meet Popey or, or uh Mara Wimpress, Wimpy. Um, but I, I do think they stayed at the same hotel as I did. because uh, I think I saw their fucking badass Hemi fucking uh Mad Max post apocalyptic uh rental car that they drove in the parking lot. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um but yeah, next year, uh seriously, if you think uh if you're hanging if you know, you're you live on the west coast or whatever or if your travels bring you out here or even not. Yeah, it's it's worth coming out here on its own. Uh not not out here to Vegas. I mean, you have to bring your money to Vegas, but I'm talking about next year's Linux Fest Northwest. This is amazing. It was the 20th anniversary, which is disturbing cuz like my seventh or eighth year, I missed one year out of, yeah, fuck, fuck, getting old, we're hurtling towards oblivion. It was funny because this year the badges, they're like those um, really super fancy printed things that are like actually like the cardboard contains seeds, so you're just supposed to water them. Well I'm not used to walking anywhere and I'm getting fucking old and fat and you know sedentary lifestyle has not helped this so and it's in the Pacific Northwest so it's like pissing days you know gonna be spit I was I was amazed this is the first time I've ever been to Bellingham where it hasn't rained on me. there was no rain the entire trip which is nuts uh, and I I kept not jinxing it by you know reverse psychology by telling everyone you know, same anecdote of, like, yeah, you know, I looked at the, the weather before coming out here, and all five days, no rain, and I'm like, oh, it's gonna rain. Trust me. The phone knows nothing when it comes to specific weather. But, um, my one concern about the, the, um, the badge was it's gonna be hanging around my fucking neck while I'm wearing, like, a wife beater and a Hawaiian shirt and a jacket. I'm gonna be running around everywhere, so, like, sweat's gonna be pouring off of me. Red sweat, in this case, because my of uh, the dye in my head. Um... And so I just don't want it to sprout while I'm wearing it. <laughs> so I, I, I uh, the, the the Friday night when I got after I got back to the telly, I I commandeered some tape and I taped the fuck out of it. But anyway, cheers! Thanks for listening. Uh, you got, you guys got to come to Linux Fest Northwest. It's like the best time ever. Oh, and uh, evidently there's uh... Well, we'll talk more about this later, but evidently there's a... a not a, it's not DEF CON. It's a, a hacker summer camp thing that they, they're doing out here in Vegas that I've never heard of. Uh, and Elle invited me to that. So we'll, I'll know more. We'll talk more about it. Next week we will have more video game news and reviews and features than you can possibly fucking handle. So just choke on this for a while and be grateful. Fuck you! No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Cheers, thanks so much for listening, and uh, again, if you think about it, raise a glass, Ian Ian Murdoch, I don't know why I'm having such a hard time saying Ian Murdoch, e, e- Murdoch. Ian Murdoch, happy Ian Murdoch day. Without him, we would n- be nowhere near where we are now, and that's the truth. Cheers, bye-bye. times A good idea. Four or five times. Hi there. There is delight in doing things right. Four or five times. It is I, Maybe eb Farnham. Maybe I'll cry. I'll get you a drink. And if I die, I'm going to try. Four or five times. Do you like to play? We like to play. I like you. We like to see it only runs on Linux. We like to go, yada yada yada, the four or five times. We're gonna have such fun. Bebop one. You're becoming hysterical. Bebop two. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Bebop three. Yada yada e the four or five times. Met Damon. Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die.